Hey everyone, I'm Allison Slice, writer and director of Elaine's Cooking for the Soul. Today we're featuring something different on our feed. It's another fiction podcast that I adore called The Carlotta Botox Chronicles. The Carlotta Botox Chronicles is all about Carlotta as she claws her way to the top of Hollywood stardom. It's so fun, so smartly written, and I really think you're going to like it. At the end of this episode, I interview Anne Sloan and hear a little bit more about what's in store for Carlotta in their upcoming season. If you want behind-the-scenes insight on what's in store for Elaine's second season, or are interested in hearing an interview with me, find our featured episode on Carlotta Botox's feed on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Liar, liar, pants on fire. That's what the world is saying today to Carlotta Botox, who shot to fame earlier this year. Artist or con artist? A new documentary uncovers Ms. Botox as a fraud, stating she stole the identity of the street artist. Is Carlotta Botox the new Millie Vanilli? We will discuss it in depth tonight on Fakes, Phonies, and Flim Flams. Just as fast as I rose to fame, I fell from grace. After being outed as a fraud on national TV, I became a pariah, an untouchable. I was Alan Dershowitz at a Martha's Vineyard party, uninvited. Overnight, I lost 3 million followers on Instagram. People posted videos of themselves unfollowing me. The Olsen twins, two-thirds of the Jonas Brothers, both Beavers, all of the Jolie Pitt kids, the Jacksons, the Simpsons. But the worst was when my idol, Khloe Kardashian, clicked the unfollow button. Girl, bye. Oh my god. I was... Cancelled! She was an unknown actress way back in season one. Now she is really famous and her life is much more fun. She's walking the red carpet, even got a household name. Here's hoping she won't screw it up and go back to being lame. Welcome to season two of the Carlotta Botox Chronicle. diary. Oh wait, I forgot. I burned you to ashes last night on the barbecue. All I could do was talk to Dave. (laughs) What a world! What a world! Uh, Listen, uh, we just need to strategize. How do you strategize a nuclear winter? Where do we even start? (laughs) Well, there's good news and bad news. What'll it be? I only want the good news. Uh, Let's start with the bad news. You've been canceled from appearances on the AMAs, the BMAs, the CMAs, the VMAs, plus the Oscars, or reinstated their lifelong ban of you. (laughs) Tell the truth. There is no good news, is there? Of course there is. Let's see. Just today we got an offer from... where is it? Uh, It's in here somewhere. Ah, here it is. Drum roll. You got an offer from the new hit game show, Drum Roll. Drum roll! There's not going to be a drum roll. Just say it. Ready? Are you good in your loins? For God's sake, spit it out. There's an offer from the new hit game show, Eat Shit or Die. What? Here's the blurb. In this tension-packed show, desperate contestants must make a choice between two incredible options. Either they eat shit or... Or they die. That's it? That's the toilet where my career now finds itself? Try to be open-minded. Open-minded? It's like being open
open-minded about 50 feral hogs in a yoga class. It's hugely popular in the rural TV markets. So is Lyme disease. Okay, humor me. How exactly does one win on eat shit or die? Well, you die. No, actually, maybe that's how you lose. Ah, I didn't really get into the nitty-gritty with the show's casting rep. Please tell me it's at least celebrity eat shit or die. Um... Dave? No, it's... it's the regular. <laughs> Dear whoever can hear my inner thoughts, as I was waltzing through the apocalypse that was my career, I wondered what I could do. Do I go back to dog walking? Go back to being a barista? Suddenly, I had a genius idea. Apology video. Now you're talking. We post it on YouTube. I met a guy at my talent rep seminar. He directs apology videos. Directs them? That's a thing? I thought you'd just hold up a cell phone and cry. No, they're totally art directed to look that way. It's a whole genre, you know? So, Dave and I met with his apology video contact, Gustav. He worked on all the big apology videos. Justin Bieber, Paula Deen, Logan Paul. It was worth a shot. Okay, places everyone. Now, Carlotta, in this scene, you are very sad that you have deceived the world. This deep sorrow lives inside your heart and makes your mascara run. But I really am very sad and I do feel terrible. Oh, okay. So you're a method actor. I can work with that. No, you don't understand. I really, really am sorry. I get it, Joaquin Phoenix, but let's not waste it on the rehearsal. Makeup, can we add more dark circles under her eyes? More desperation. All right, everybody. Scene 23, take two. Okay, ready, everyone, and action! Hi, uh, this is Carlotta Botox, and I have a special message for all of my fans. Cut! Carlotta, let's go again. Imagine you have two children, and the Nazis want to take one of them, but you have to pick which one they take. How does that sound? That sounds like the plot of Sophie's Choice. Exactly! Okay, everyone, back to one. Action! Hi, this is Carlotta Botox, and I'm really sad because of the Nazis. Cut! You, darling, are no Paladin. Did that just happen? Dear voice in my head, well, it took all day, but by the end of it, we managed to finish the apology video. I'm sitting here without any makeup, to tell you guys, my fans, that this has been so hard. The bottom of my heart hurts, and I'm so sorry to have misled you. That seems really sincere. That's because I am really sincere. Let's post it. And uploading. Done. <sighs> okay, now we just have to wait and let the magic of social media make everything right in the world. Wow, that took a hot second. Let's see. Uh-oh. Dear Mental Diary, I was trending again, but this time it was because of how insincere my apology video was. Let's see. Everyone who ever loved you was wrong. It's the Kevin Jonas of apology videos. Okay, look, it's just some initial negativity. The haters are always the first to speak up. Ugh. Wait, uh, 
uh, there's a positive one from this guy who reviews these things. It's like the Rotten Tomatoes for Apology videos. He gave us a five out of five. Five out of five? That's good. Listen, this apology video of Carlotta Botox is fantastic in its awfulness. A must watch. We give it five out of five crocodile tears. Oh, I'm Job from the Celebrity Bible. Well, there is one other thing. Is it good news or bad news? Because I literally cannot take any more bad news. It's good news. Lifetime wants to do a movie of your scandal. I, I mean, your story. <gasps> Lifetime? Okay, I can live with that. Maybe when people see me on screen, I can reset the narrative and earn some sympathy. Okay, I, I have bad news. Oh, for God's sake. I thought we were at the good news portion of the program. You're not playing yourself. What? But who can play Carlotta Botox better than Carlotta Botox? Apparently Lori Laughlin. Lori Laughlin? The college admission scandal Lori Laughlin? Aunt freaking Becky? I thought her career was over. It is. That's why she's playing you in a movie on Lifetime. Oh, this is terrible. I don't know. I think it's a smart career move. People love a comeback, and this is Lori Laughlin's year. Dave, what about my comeback? Oh, yeah. Listen, I can't deal with this anymore. I need space. Some alone time in nature. Great idea. A walk in the woods, uh, like Hillary. Just don't get lost. Dear Imaginary Diary, don't get lost? As if I have a phone with GPS. No one gets lost anymore. I needed to think deep thoughts. I needed to get off the grid. So I came up to the Angeles National Forest to hike and think about my life. Oh, Carlotta. What a dumpster fire our life has turned into. I walked and walked. I thought about my life and all this celebrity seeking. Why? What was I looking for after all? Was it love? Acceptance? Meaning? After soul searching for hours, I came to a stunning realization. I'm lost! Crap! And I don't have a phone signal! Um, okay, uh, let me head back. Uh, I think I parked in this direction. Okay, um... Uh, this way, okay, um... Yeah. Being one with nature is amazing and all, but at this point, I prefer to be one with my car. Oh, I remember this tree, I think. I turned left here. Yes, okay, we're going. Or did I turn right? Let me double back. Uh, uh, this doesn't look right. Okay, uh, time to triple back. Of all the stupid situations I'd gotten myself into, this had to be the dumbest. I was completely lost. The sun had set and it was getting dark. Where am I? Hello? I don't have any water. Does anyone have a signal? This was bad diary in my head. I was exhausted and starving. I found some berries to munch on. Yuck! Bitter, but at least they're keto-friendly. Uh. Weary and desperate, I laid down on a pile of leaves. 
why have you forsaken me, Hollywood? What did I do wrong? I was so dedicated to my craft. I worked all the red carpets. I kept carbs to a minimum. Oh, oh okay, I am tired all of a sudden. I'm, I'm so tired. Okay, uh, maybe if I just, if I just close my eyes for a minute, I can, I can, then I can. Dear whoever's listening, I must have drifted off there in the woods. I had some super trippy dreams where I was sitting on Eric Estrada's lap wearing a baby onesie. To clarify, that's what he was wearing. But then, suddenly, I heard a noise. I woke and found myself face to face with a cougar. Oh, oh no. I am not talking about the Lululemon wearing Huntington Beach kind of a cougar. I am talking the four-legged wild animal kind. Jesus, take the wheel. This is it. It's over. Just then, my life flashed before my eyes. My parents, my childhood, first kiss, first liposuction, first caramel macchiato. I closed my eyes and waited for death. So is this how you want it to end? With me ripping out your throat? What? Who said that? Just one kitty talking to another. You... you can talk? How do you know my real name? Psh, I know everything about you, kitty. I've always known. But how? I am your fairy god, Cougar. Your spirit animal. Spirit animal? Like Chloe Kardashian? Psst, that bitch was never your spirit animal, child. She could only guide you to a better lip liner. Having a cougar for your spirit animal teaches you how to live authentically. Look it up on Wikipedia if you don't believe me. I, I would, but I don't have a signal right now. Tell me, are you going to kill me? Depends. Are you ready to give up? I'm not sure. That's like not really the correct answer. So let's try again. Are you ready to give up? No. Then listen, girl, and listen well, for I must be blunt. Your insecurities played you like a piano, and the tune was pathetic. I don't really know what you mean. You put your self-worth in the hands of randos. You mistook Instagram likes for love and thumbs up for proof you matter. God, this is just what Dave was hinting at. Dave is not the idiot he appears to be. Well, okay, maybe a little bit. But, fairy god cougar... I had so many likes, and it felt wonderful. Uh, until they turned on me. <sighs> yes, and they always turn. There is one person who will never turn on you. Dave? You, child! You have to be the one who loves you most. How do I do that, fairy god cougar? You must pass a test. Now answer wisely. 
What do you do when life gives you lemons? You make lemonade? Wrong! You punch it in the face! And what happens when the going gets tough? The tough get going? Wrong! The tough punch the going in the face! I think I'm getting it. Good girl. Now go and take back your life. But what if I can't do it? What if it's just too hard? Ah, Self-respect's a bitch! And now Carlana Botox, so are you. Whoa. You are hella deep, fairy god cougar. I feel like a boss lady already. Now move your ass before I change my mind. So, dear diary in my head, I stumbled out of the L.A. forest, dehydrated, scratched up, missing a shoe, and I never felt more alive. I flagged down a passing car. Hey, where you headed? Back to my center. Hollywood chewed me up and spit me out, and they got pretty close to finishing Carlotta Botox for good. But I changed that night in the forest. I went in weak, and I came out strong. I had zero fucks left to give. I got myself a brand new diary because I have a brand new story to tell. I am ready for my comeback, Mr. DeMille. That's right, Carlotta Botox is coming back to punch Hollywood right in its stupid face. We'll see you next season, dear listeners, because this influenceress is in need of a serious hiatus. Toodles! Hey everyone, this is Anne Sloan, the creator of the Carlotta Botox Chronicles. Well, that's it, our season finale. From the bottom of our hearts, everyone here at the Carlotta Botox Chronicles thanks you for listening to our show. This episode starred, as always, Samantha Gordon as Carlotta and Trevor Lasour as Dave. Co-starring were Sarah Gore, David Allen, Victoria Hansen, and Rachel Wong. It was written, produced, and directed by yours truly, co-produced by Laura Lipson, and engineered by Ivan Rivera at Clear Lake Recording. We will be back with our season three real soon, so keep an ear out, and thank you again for listening. For more information on our show and how you can support it, please visit our website at carlottapodcast.com. I am so excited to have Anne on. This is an amazing fiction podcast that I adore. So let's say hi. Hi, Anne. Hi, Allie. How are you? I'm so good. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you for featuring our episode on your your feed. I am honored. And hello to all your listeners. (laughs) Oh my gosh, it's such a pleasure. We, um, yeah, I would like to talk just a little bit about like how I met Anne. I met Anne a couple years ago at the Austin Film Festival. We were, were both at that point just on, you know, the, this podcasting track. And at that point, you had just brought, you had Carlotta in script form at that point. Is that right? That's right. Yeah, just yeah. the pilot only. Yeah. yeah. Did you did you know that you were about to uh, pursue this as a series at that point? No, I didn't know anything about fiction podcasting. And I saw that I was actually in the Austin Film Festival for a screenplay. And when I was filling out the paperwork to, you know, submit that, I saw that they had a podcast track. I'm like, what is what is this podcasting thing? I didn't know. I mean, I knew podcasts, but I didn't know fiction podcasts. So I did a pilot just kind of on a lark and then went to the festival where they 
had sessions and taught, like taught you how to do it. So by the end of that week, I was like, Oh, I, I'm going to try this. <laughs> so I didn't know, I, I didn't have anything planned past the first episode. And then I wasn't even still wasn't sure it would work. So I recorded a pilot and then I recorded a second episode at the same time and then put them together. And I was like, Oh yeah, this is, this is a thing. This will be okay. Wow. So that's how it happened do- <laughs> by accident. And now you're at the end of your second season right now and preparing for your and third. at the end of the second season. Yeah. We're coming back with the third in uh, November. So oh my gosh, that's amazing how like ideas just kind of run away from you and just end up with these completed projects. It's so amazing. It's true. It's true. It's weird. Like it's strange. It really, I say I have a podcast by accident, but that's exactly <laughs> what happened. Yeah. So. Oh my God. So we're both, we're both relatively new to this podcasting world and podcast, you know, fiction podcasts are still kind of babies on the scene in general. So that kind of leads me to one of my, one of the questions I was kind of wanting to ask you, which is where do you think podcasting as an industry is headed? And like, do you have any hopes or fears about its direction right now? You know, I, I, everyone's talking about how big money is going to continue to get involved. So I think that's kind of the obvious answer. I think that will continue. And I don't think there's any, I don't have anything terribly insightful to add to that. But what I will say is I think we're going to see an expansion in genres um, because I feel there are a number of genres in fiction podcasting that are still underrepresented. And I think when I when I came up with Carlotta, I didn't see a whole lot of comedies. Certainly there are some, but the other like sci-fi and drama and horror are much more represented, but not a whole lot of comedies and not a whole lot of comedies that are set in the real world. So I think there's going to be more of those in the future, but I also think there's other genres like soap operas are not terribly represented. And I think it like, it's a medium that could lend itself to that because that's how soap operas on TV, they started as radio kind of plays. Um, So I think soaps could be a thing, either high camp soaps like, desperate housewives or more like reality based. So I think that's a genre. I think there's going to be more romantic comedies. I feel like there'll be more niche genres like historical fiction. I only know one historical fiction, Harlem Queen, which is really wonderful, but that's a whole area that I think is underrepresented. So I think we're going to see an expansion in, in genre in, in fiction podcasting. That's such a good point. I I love that podcasting is so new, but so much of what we do is borrowed from radio. And then I don't know why, I guess maybe human memory is a little bit shorter than we than we like to think. But yeah, like soap operas and comedies and sitcoms, these were all radio creatures before they were right. podcasting, but right. creatures, but they're not I, right now. I don't know. There's just not a lot there, which there could be. So I think you're totally right. I would love to, to shift our focus a little bit over to Carlotta Botox right now because I this series is so fun, oh, it's so wild, so out there. <laughs> and we hear you now, and I've just known you for a couple of years, and I don't see like this kind of like kind of this daffiness that Carlotta em- embodies. So I was wondering, what do you think is the thing that you and Carlotta <laughs> share most in common? I, I don't have a whole lot in common with Carlotta. Um, she's very taken with celebrities. She's very taken with the entertainment industry. And for someone like me, who's I've worked in the entertainment industry in marketing for a really long time. And I've seen things that were not so great. Um, so I'm really cynical about it. And she's not, she's very, she thinks this is the, the answer to all of her, her relevancy issues in her life. Um, so I don't have that in common with her. But what I, what she does have 
that I think I share is she's very tenacious and she does keep, she just keeps going regardless of, you know, how many hits she takes. And I think maybe, maybe I have some of that as well. I'll, I do have a tenacity and I'll just keep kind of plugging away. Um, Totally. And she's not terribly bright. Maybe that maybe that's what I have in common with her. I don't know. Um, uh, I'll, she's not I'll, a super bright person. I'll say right now that that's not the thing you guys have in common. Oh, you're sweet. You're sweet. Um, I have people who beg to differ, but maybe maybe she's an idiot and so am I. Um, but I think she also has this sense of fair play. Like she's She's ditzy and she seems shallow, but she's actually like has a good heart and she has a sense of fair play. And I like to entertain the notion that I have a sense <laughs> of fair play as well. Right. So that's about yeah. It. I do admire for how much like how much she like wants to be on top that she's not playing dirty to get there. She really just wants to be be there based on her her uh, merit, even if that's maybe a delusional merit. <laughs> Yeah, 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 for yeah. sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah, it makes her very likable. It makes her very pleasant to let you do root for her, even though the world itself is like, is it worth it? <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, so we know Carlotta's going to be there. And what is she, who is she wearing? Who is Carlotta wearing for the apocalypse? Who is she wearing? Well, in season three, now you guys, your listeners just listened to end of season two and she's been kind of kicked to the curb by Hollywood. So she's going to have a big growth um, in terms of her development, a big growth period in season three, where she's going to become far less enamored of Hollywood and she's going to see the pitfalls of it. And it, by extension, she's going to be less enamored of the fashion industry and social media and everything that goes with it. So I don't think she's going to be a fashionista. I think she's go she's going to switch over to like practical clothing. So I, if, if the apocalypse, ha apocalypse happens, I think she's going to be in tennis shoes and some kind of nondescript clothing because she's been so scandalized that she's, she's hiding from the world in many ways. So she's going to, she's going to be wearing clothes that she can kind of fade into the background in. So I don't know who that is, but something generic and, and sense, sensible shoes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so is there any, anything else that you'd like to kind of hint at for season three, any celebrities or our pop culture icons that we can keep an eye on while we wait for season three? Yeah, she's going to be, um, she, she's still going to be dabbling a little bit in the entertainment industry, but she's going to be kind of taking on other power structures like the self-help industry. She's going to take on the Karens, mm, you know, wow. the, all the wow. Karen movement. <laughs> yeah. 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 So it's very much like very topical of what's happening now. And it's going to be expanding out a little bit beyond just the entertainment industry. She's going to be less focused on her face and what she looks like and more about her voice. So she it's, Season three is about the character trying to find, you know, her, her voice really and how she fits in and how she's relevant since she realizes she can't be relevant as a celebrity. So awesome. I love that. Anyway. Cool. I'm so excited. Uh, can you tell us your socials or how we can support season three? Yeah. Um, on our socials where our website is carlottapodcast.com. Twitter is at Carlotta Botox, which is B-E-A-U-T-O-X. Facebook and Instagram is Carlotta Podcast. And I have a coffee 
going for season three of KOFI Coffee. Um, and that's Carlotta Botox. And then we have a Patreon, which is Carlotta Podcast. I should have kept everything all the same, <laughs> but I didn't. So some of this, you can find it all on our website, carlottapodcast.com. Awesome. Well, anyway, so this thankful. was fun. Yeah, I'm so thankful you like, had this great idea. I'm so glad to learn a little bit more about what's going on with Carlotta. And I'm just so grateful to know you. And I'm, yeah, so thank you so much for being here. Oh, you're sweet. Thank you. Yeah, so keep an eye on Carlotta Botox. Uh, we'll have season three out later this year. We're very excited. Thanks for being here. Thank you, Allie. It was great to talk to you. If you want to hear our full interview with Anne, hop over to our Patreon. Our patrons gain access to bonus content, interviews, recipes, outtakes, and more. And we'll be making this available on our $1 tier. Every dollar goes right into season two, right into our actors' pockets. So go find us over at www.patreon.com forward slash Elaine's Cooking. Thanks so much for listening. We will meet you back here soon.